Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is episode 138 with the wonderful Corey Fry. You're going to love him. Um, I just, I realize this every week, but I introduce the guests here and then I introduce them again. You know, it's redundant, but I, I love saying their names, all my guests, because they're so wonderful. So I hope you'll forgive me <laughs> one more week. And, uh, and then I'll just continue doing that forever, never to stop, never stopping that. I, I have no plans of actually stopping, just apologizing this one time and never to talk about it again. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, this is a hilarious episode. Uh, Corey and I hadn't sat down together and just chatted for a long time, many years. Uh, we've seen each other several times throughout the years, but we just haven't like hung out. And so we uh, ended up recording a ton of material and then... This is a still a super long episode uh, for this show, but um, if you will believe it, I actually cut a ton of stuff <laughs> just because we were we were just having drinks and joking around and goofing around telling stupid stories and stuff. So I took some stuff off, you know, mostly me just yammering on. So uh, you get to hear most of what Corey said, and then I took out a lot of extraneous Ryan stories that you probably have already heard anyway. So uh, don't no hard feelings. Don't worry. I didn't cut any good stuff out of Corey, um, but I did cut out me looking stupid as usual or stupider than usual, you know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'll keep this intro very short because the episode is very long. So let's get to it, okay? I think you're gonna love it. Corey's hilarious, and uh, and he shares a bunch of music from the main squeeze the band that he is the front man for so if you like good ass music you're gonna freaking freak out okay that's all i have to say so with no further ado you know oh you know what i should have said welcome to you you know if you're a new listener and if you're an old listener welcome back you know what i mean but if you're new special welcome to you i hope you stick around for this extra long episode um and that's it you know so as usual if you are thirsty get yourself that hot or cold beverage if you are chilly get yourself a nice little blanket or you know cuddle up next to the fire although we are getting into a season of heat but there is still some chilliness i will admit um (laughs) if you're in the car i hope that you're not getting too angry and if you have a puppy give that little pup a scratch right about now you know what i'm saying um (laughs) Uh, I'm just being so weird right now. Anyways, uh, with no further ado, what I want you to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show! Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. Yes. <laughs> Today's strength level is fresh squeezed Fre- orange juice. Freshly squozen orange juice. <laughs> squozen. The reason for that, uh, well, first of all, just uh, talking very literally, a fresh squeezed orange juice is one of the oldest delights of all time. I mean, the first person that squozed an orange and drank of its sweet nectar was probably extremely joyous in that moment do you think they told people like right after they did it or was it like yeah it probably went around screaming like oh my god again yeah oh you're probably right people like after that because the first guy probably just squeezed it into his mouth from the tree kind of thing and was like holy shit do that again and then was like hey come here you know come here friend or you know or lover or whatever try this this. they call it juice when they when they squeezed it the first time i don't know (laughs) 
I would say no because that seems like that word wasn't invented at yeah, that point. But we, but we also they could have just know. said it Somebody like a, said a, a, a like some kind of you know some kind of uh, what is the uh, what uh, cosmic intervention of sorts? Yeah, you know, it just felt right. <laughs> so, it just felt right. So just literally this, I haven't even introduced this man yet. You're hearing his you're hearing his velvet tones. Um, <laughs> the 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 reason you know more more than the literal side of just orange juice being around for so long and so yeah. so enjoyable. Is this is a man uh, that we that made me think of this strength level because he's the front man for a band called the Main Squeeze. Main Squeeze, yeah. He's a gentleman. He's a singer, vocalist, uh, all around super talent in my mind. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> handsome Thank man. You easy on the eyes. This is the wonderful Corey Fry. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your podcast, dude. Thanks for coming over, man. Dude, I remember the first time I actually had freshly squozen orange juice. When was that? That was my first trip to Florida. Okay. Um, with my good friends Richard and William Price, they're twins. They're Korean twins. Adopted. Ooh. Um, and they and they knew about the fr- the fresh squozen yeah, orange juice. Yeah, their parents had like a timeshare on the. Um, how old are you? I am thirty four. No, how old were you? Oh, I was sixteen. Okay. So I think it was like the... You're half your age. Yeah, I was half my age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, it was my first trip to Florida. It was spring break. I went with them to the, like their their timeshare, their parents' timeshare. I didn't know what a timeshare was. I had no yeah. idea what that was. Um, but we went to Florida. Longboat Key. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Um, and on the way down, it was like one parent drove. We drove down with one parent. And one parent flew, and on the way back we rode with the other parent. And the other yeah, parent yeah, flew. yeah. It was like one of those kinds of things. Gotcha, choices. gotcha. So we stopped. We rode with uh, their dad, Phil, and uh, we stopped at like right into Florida. We stopped at some orange juice place in like Ocala or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like right in like come taste fresh, fresh orange juice. Yeah, and I will never forget being like, oh my god, what is this? this yeah, is the best thing I've ever. like. I loved orange juice way before that like right. you know whatever indiana but it was like the fresh the fresh squeeze of jay it was like, man i'll never forget that oh yeah delightful that i have this i mean i don't remember the first time i had fresh squeezed orange just to be honest i don't remember that yeah but i remember the Midwest first guy, like, like fresh Kansas, apple like, were you getting like fresh orange juice like no that? not Probably really not. i mean i mean i'm sure i mean i remember like I, I do remember like some parents when i'd like sleep over or something yeah. some parents would be like i made fresh squeeze oranges from, right you know or whatever but but even that's like i bought oranges at the grocery store and like and i squeezed them exactly. here it's not like not yeah, the like same this. as no. like being down in florida but i did have fresh like, apples off of apple trees and fresh peaches and stuff same. and i remember being like holy crap like this is this is crazy when it's fresh pressed, and stuff. yeah pressed apples Ooh, mm. yeah now we're talking come on <laughs> It's a Midwest We're getting thing. Right it's a Midwest thing. All right, all right. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're from the Midwest too, right? Yeah, you're yeah, from yeah. Indiana, correct? Indianapolis, born and Indianapolis. raised. Indianapolis, and then so so I should say that we met at Indiana University. We did. That's where you and I met. That's where we met. You said you're 34. 34. Isn't it weird to think like when you were 17? Did you did you feel pretty grown up at that point? I did. You're like I I'm felt grown. Grown when I was like eight. It's so weird. And now, so you're 17. You're yeah. feeling grown. Yeah. Now you're 34. You're double. Double that age. The age. Yeah. You, you not, know so much when you're 17, too. Yeah. You're and so you just, intelligent. You're yeah. so smart and grown when you're young. And yeah. then now it's like, man. Wow. I'm double. I'm dumber I'm, now yeah, somehow. Yeah. I do. I feel that. <laughs> I'm like sometimes. way smarter now, but also way yeah, dumber somehow. Smarter about a lot of things, but dumber about other things. I'm, uh, yeah. Much less uh, confident. Yeah. <laughs> than I was. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you, you start to know all the things you don't know. Right. Uh, I guess that's the old tale as old as time, but it's just true. 
<laughs> you think about like things that you didn't have to think about when you were younger. Big and time. I think that's what the like why you feel like you're dumb. Yeah, like, man, that's true. I wasn't like worried about like some random ache in my leg from no reason. Yeah, yeah, for real. It's like I'd go play basketball. And yeah, like, shit. Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> random ache in my leg. Well, I get I mean, that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah get a little yeah. sciatica, like I and then you're like, shit. Day and I'm like, did I step in a divot or something? Yeah, kind of janked your leg. Yeah, yeah, bit. whatever. It is. I get it. It's always it. something. Yeah, I've always had like now as I've gotten, I've got, I've gotten like these lower back things and sciatica yeah. stuff, and you're like, dude, what the fuck, dude? You play drums too. So yeah, it sucks. I'm ass. sure it's yeah. You get that lower back shit. That's what the CBD oil is for. That's what I'm saying. You got it. Yes, yeah. that's what it's for. I do it. Yeah. I do take CBD oil. Good. You know, you should. It's a and wonderful everyone thing. Everyone should. Yeah, I got my mom on it. My mom's on it too. Yeah, and it's. I don't know if she wants that announced to the to well, the, the you world. Know, but. The world. My mom <laughs> likes CBD oil, and yeah, um, I try to help her get it whenever she can because it helps her aches and she yeah. works out and she does she's like she's trying to. Be active and do stuff, but like it's good for you. I, I take it after shows and yeah, um, you know, inflammation, swelling, like you know, all that stuff. It's stuff you take aspirin for. It's a natural boom aspirin. It's great. Yeah, comes do from it. the earth. Do yeah. it. Do it. <laughs> Seriously. Do well, it. we've already gotten to so much. We're we're just off to the races with fun and friendship right now, Dude. which I love. Yes. Um, but before we get into anything, my my first question mm-hmm. that I always ask is the same for everybody. Yeah. You know, because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. So I'm here every week, and people know my voice, and they know that. Uh, but and some people are, you know, tuning in because they're like, "Oh, my buddy Corey's on a p- weird podcast I've never heard of. Let yeah. me check that out." Yeah. But some people that listen all the time, or some people that are just tuning into a new podcast, are going, "Okay, I get the Ryan guy. He's here. Right. He's here all the time." But who is this Corey guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So right. my first question for everybody is simply, "Hey, who are you, and what are you doing here?" Okay, that's a good question. Um. Well, I'm Corey. Some yeah. people call me Dr. Funk. Um, I'm just, I, I'm a vocalist. I'm a singer. I've been singing since I was a little kid. It's the reason why I'm here. It's a quick if, sidebar. People, some people really do call you Dr. Funk. Some people That's do. That's not, some, yeah. uh, some people, uh, like, often people will say, oh, people know me as this or whatever, but that's not true. People don't know them as something. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I, people really do, I though, you Dr. Dr. Funk. Funk. Yeah, I was, I probably should, you know, I always thought about like a stage name or something, but th- that kind of worked worked itself out. It's just been a thing for you. Yeah. yeah. So I've I've rolled with it. I'm okay with it. Um, you know, I've we're been, gonna, but I, I, we won't do it quite yet. But I'm I'm just gonna just kind of billboard this that we're gonna get into that Doctor Funk thing here pretty quickly. Okay, that's great. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm but it, that, it. It'll explain what we mean about this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But yeah. back to who you are and why yeah, you're here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're from Indianapolis. I'm from Indianapolis. I'm born and raised there. Um. I love sports. I love music. Yeah. Those two go hand in hand for sure. Me. They always have. Um, and I was always doing one or the other. Yeah. That's what any, any of my friends growing up would tell you was always one or the other. Um, you know, I uh, went from singing in church to singing in school. Um, that kind of led me to IU. I was looking at a lot of schools for football, but I had a um, kind of a crazy knee injury. It wasn't okay. terrible, but it was bad enough that it was like, you know, if you're not going to the NFL, maybe you should think about doing, you know, not playing football. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, for sure. I did love it. And, um, well, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, this is insanely hard to do. Right. And if you're starting with an injury. Exactly, exactly. Just realize how much of an uphill battle you're going to exactly, have. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so um, I flipped a coin um, after I realized I wasn't going to uh, play football at a small music school, which yeah. was kind of what was – you know, the thought that was the plan. Yeah, so you can kind of do yeah. both. Yeah. And I ended up at IU. Um, and it was awesome. It was yeah. the best experience I've ever had. Um, 
in my like adolescent, like the teenage, sure. grown young young adult years. It was amazing. Met some great people. Um, sang in a bunch of different groups. Um, in school, I did acapella. Um, I did IU Soul Review, which is kind of this like, um, I would say it's like the best kind of musical. Um, what do you call those? Uh, what's the like? I'm, I'm losing the word right now. Master class. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Think yeah. Is what I, like, I would sure. say it's equivalent of like because it was Dr. Fareed Malouli. Um, I didn't have Malouli right? actually. Oh, you I didn't had have Tyron. Okay. I had oh, Tyron that's Cooper. Right. Who, yeah, that's right. He was yeah. before. He was right before. He was before yeah. Malouli. He was like kind of like he was like the godfather you know yeah, like yeah. He, he was kind of the man he, well not kind of the man he was the man yeah see i, but, I didn't work with him i came right. in like the year after you came right after he retired and, uh, and like me and eugene mcgee were yeah. playing with soul with maluli yeah, yeah with maluli and yeah. stuff and that and was maluli was great too i remember him crazy inspiring how much he knew about that stuff and Dude. It, it, it was it, like you said it was a master every it time was. every time we got together it was like oh shit. it was it was um the i still say that it was the most um, intense music musical course I've ever had. Yeah. I left before the 405 and all, sure, and all the yeah, stuff yeah. that you guys did. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was one of the most intensive music courses I've ever had, and it was one of the best experiences, um, like life experiences as far as like teaching me like what I wanted to do as far as music was concerned. And yeah. I was kind of caught in the middle because – um, because I started IU late, I was doing vocal classes, but I wasn't quite in the school. And so I was doing like classical classes, classical um, vocal lessons and that kind of stuff. So sure. I did that for a couple of years until I realized like, I just, you know, opera music wasn't for me. I get it. And it was no offense to anyone who does it because it's so challenging. Oh, of course. It's, yeah. It's so amazing. But I was looking at myself and thinking about singing operas and it was just one of those for me. Like, you know, if I'm doing this 20 years from now, like I just don't know that I would be very happy. Yeah, and, of course. Um, I get it. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, I kind of took those lessons and I still, you know, apply those to my, you know, training, but I really went the route of wanting to create my own music and that's what led me to you, dude. Yeah, man. Which is kind of crazy. That is crazy, um, yeah. Yeah, so we met probably my junior year, I think. That makes sense. Yeah, that Which would have been your sophomore. My first, yeah, it would have been freshman. my. I think it was my first year at IU, but okay. I had done one year at KU, so it's like right. it was my like super exactly. freshman year. That's what it was, right? <laughs> it was like, yeah, my intro. Um, I had a band in high school uh, with my good buddy Pete. Um, you know, we and that was where I first really started experiment with writing our own yeah. music. Um, but um, at IU, we linked up with a friend who I was singing with in acapella. Um, his name was Owen Stevenson. He's been on the show. Has he? He's been on the podcast. Yeah. So he was uh, when I went to Chicago. He was on the episode. I can't remember what number that was now, but that's but crazy. People know Owen Stevenson, that's and I and I played some true story clips. Did you? Yep. And that's that's where you and I met, my friend. Love struck. Everything you see. I feel your ecstasy. I need you next to me. Love struck. Love struck. When I look. That's right, man. Yeah, yeah. That's where we met. And uh, playing at the Bluebird. Playing at the Bluebird in, in Bloomington. Um, I was one of the drummers. One so of the I drummers. Say, yeah. just Shout out to Steve Such. Because I think Steve. Uh, no, Eric Manweiler was Eric the first Manweiler guy. Was, uh, Dustin Kester. Yeah. Was a drummer. Oh, yeah. Dustin, uh, yeah, Dustin has also been on the show. Ryan. Yeah. Um, and what's funny is I want to get Steve of, on the show at some point when he's but he's traveling all over the world yeah, all the time. Yeah, he's doing like never songs, never, right? yeah, well, uh, No, not anymore. He stopped oh. playing at the Red Knots like several years ago now. But he's oh. playing with uh, he's playing on a cruise ship, I oh, believe. Oh, that's right. Playing on 
Burn the Floor or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Some, really show, great some big show. Ship he was doing like Rock of Ages for a long time. Right. And, yeah. Right. But I love Steve. Such I do too, man. If you're I a drum guy, go so check much. out Steve Such's YouTube's and stuff. He's amazing. Please check out Such. If you don't know him, great drummer, great person. Oh, one of the um, best. Yeah. And you know, so that was our really our first kind of like intro to each other. Yeah. We had like a rotating band of, you know, five, a motley eight, crew. Five to eight. I feel like we're kind of like, yeah. and that was. Um, you know, Owen and I were writing songs together. Yeah. He was writing songs. I was writing songs. We were working them out together. And that, was that was such really a our fun first experience time. of yeah. Yeah. You know what's really funny is Herm um, Schneider. I don't know if you know Herm, but Herm is a big time light guy. He does oh, lights okay. for Twiddle. He does lights for um, just a bunch of bands. He started his own um, light production company. But I always give. He's one of my good friends, and I always yeah. give him because our first true story show Herm was. The sound guy oh. for our show, and it, was, um, and it was at that bar, Festers. Oh yeah, Uncle, Uncle Festers. Yeah, that's Fester. right. Yeah, no man. one remembers Festers. I know. It's it's, it was, it's 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 Kilroy's Dunkirk. I was guess. Now. Oh yeah, they changed Some it. Some sort right. of Kilroy's. Yeah, yeah. Like Kilroy's this bar was, you know, when I'm showing my age, but that was like that's where you went for like kind of the grungy. Like, we love. Music. We yeah. used to play. Yeah. Okay. Well, and Festers was super easy to book gigs. At, exactly. Too. So no, it was like going to Festers. So just like, like, can I do a yeah, gig next week? I'll bring like, yep. twenty people. Like, yeah, sure. All Let's right, do it. Cool. Yeah. You're gonna bring twenty people. So yeah, Harm was our sound guy for that. But yeah, so that's how we met. We started playing gigs together. That's right. Um, we played for a while until I went and. I left for the cruise ship yeah that's right um yeah and you kind of moved out west at that point right pretty after much yeah after ship. school i moved yeah i did i did some cruise ship stuff i right. went to brazil for a minute and did right some touring and then i moved out here came yeah. out here yeah 2011 uh, yeah right so by 11 you were out here mm-hmm. and 11 i was back in bloomington which i never thought i would be but um i came back on a whim i booked the show i ended up meeting the lead singer of the squeeze who I'd known already, uh, but his name was Kevin, mm-hmm. and he was moving to California, ironically. Oh. And he was finishing school, moving to California for a little bit, but he was ultimately going to Spain to teach English. Oh. And he was like, look, like, uh, the guy, like I'm taking off. I think it would be really dope for you to um, holler at Ben, smiley. Yeah. Um, they're going to need a new lead singer, and I, yeah, I th- think you'd be great for it. And I was like... Dude, I have no, like thank you, but like I'm actually moving into Chicago. Right, right. I like had plans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. completely. I, I but it was it was ironic because I booked a couple gigs in Bloomington the week that I came back, and it right. was like frat gigs. Yeah, of course. That yeah. you know, like true story. We did a lot of those played, things, and stuff yeah, that exactly, we had played. Yeah, so yeah. some like someone randomly saw me was like, "Yo, love to get you in for Mom's weekend. I got so and so amount of dollars. Like, right. pick the band." Because uh-huh. I was like, "My band's not here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Owen, I think, went back on another contract. And yeah, I was just yeah. There. He was doing contracts for yeah, a, for he just a turned while back over. That, yeah. yeah, he left, and he just got booked right back out. Yeah, which was great for him. Of course, um, yeah. I was stuck in Bloomington. Well, I wasn't stuck. I was just down there visiting, and I got these gigs. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll get a band together." Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I did. Well, I it's, a... there's no shortage of badass musicians mm, in exactly, Bloomington. Any exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I so I reached out to a couple guys, and ironically, I went to a squeeze rehearsal. Yeah. Um, and I'd already known Smiley, but I didn't know the other guys. Uh-huh. Um, and we had a rehearsal without the bass player. Um, it was just me, Max, Ruben, and Smiley. Played through a couple covers, chatted for a little bit. They told me they had a couple shows and yeah. asked me if I wanted to get on. And I was like, you know, I'm here for a little bit. I got nothing really going on. I, you know, I'll play a couple gigs with you. Yeah, yeah. And I left that rehearsal and I called my buddy 
Peter, who was on the cruise ship, the first dude I ever wrote music with. And, yeah. Um, I was like, yo, man, like, really crazy. I know we had plans to move to Chicago, but I just had a rehearsal with these guys, and I think, like, this might be, like, what I was looking for. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I love the cruise ship, and I, that was awesome, but when I got off the cruise ship, I kind of had the mindset that I wanted to do, have, I wanted to get back into my own stuff, and I wanted to make, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to do, I wanted to be on stage doing my own stuff. Hell yeah. You know, and that yeah. was really just the goal. And it was like, I want to be doing that with people who are really, you know, like-minded, who, who like-minded and want yeah. to be doing the same things. Of course. And yeah. it was just one of those things where it just felt right. Um, and I was like, you know, I just hold off on, we had like a kind of pre-plan of looking, we were looking at an apartment. We were going to sign a lease in Chicago and he was bless his heart. Like was yeah. just like, yo, if, if, if it's really what you think, like just figure it out for the rest of the, so I figured out for the rest of the semester and then maybe we can, work it out for the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, like, he had his own thing going on um, as a singer-songwriter, and um, I just went for it. I ended up staying down in Bloomington. Um, some good friends of mine let me stay in their apartment above Kilroy's. Yeah. Which created uh, a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful Kilroy's, year. Kilroy's yeah. uh, sports or Kilroy's? Regular Kilroy's. So regular, okay, cool. Before yeah. they built the upstairs, That's there was right. apartments up there. You get those there uh, pizza like, breadsticks. <laughs> Stuff, <laughs> insane stuff, breadsticks. My brother worked there. Um, my really good friend Nate worked there. Um, so between my brother's apartment, which was a, like a little bit on the north side of town, yeah. Kilroy's, my homies just let me kind of crash on the couches, and yeah. I would buy food or cook meals or yeah, know, buy pot, whatever. Exactly, and, yeah. And I, I, yeah, and I joined the squeeze. It That's was crazy, awesome. yeah. you know. And, and, and I. It was out of a whim. I never expected it, but when I tell you, man, that was such a like. Even true story is a good example of like it was of like a working band that was like people were often like changing roles and stuff, and like you know, guy would graduate, so switch the guy out or whatever. Exactly. I mean, even I was I was one like I I think I was the longest true story guy, but I think you were. But I was drummers, but but like I but I was one of like four dudes that played for true story. Exactly. You so so you joined us when we were traveling and yeah, exactly. Doing all this other stuff, taking a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Um, but true story for us was like you know that was our really first jump into the industry that was, and it was super fun agents and like trying to figure out shows and trying to but I, I remember when you got into the main squeeze though and it was just like it felt and i remember looking at that band and being like oh because 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 they had the same story of like people changing out exactly different, different players different and stuff bands, and, different sounds you know and then all of a sudden it was like boom gelled like yeah. you know and it was you could tell it was a different like you guys switched into high it, gear it felt right yeah it felt right and you know for me i was the old head coming back to IU and, and they were in a very um, interesting position because they were just trying to figure it out. You know? Yeah. Like I like, they were just throwing parties and playing funk. Throwing parties. <laughs> and it was fun funk, as hell. And it was fucking <laughs> in awesome. In dirty and ass basements. And it, you know, it had a vibe. And yeah. It was man. just like, you know, like I, I think this is like, I think I'm exactly what they need and I sure. think, you know, they're exactly what I need. Yeah. And it was a perfect. It's, it's been, yeah, it's been going ever since and I'm super grateful for it. And well, I think the, I think this is the perfect time. We we got a good like story about Main Squeeze and how you got in there. Yeah. We've mentioned that you're Doctor Funk I as, as an AKA. Yeah. I've, and whenever I have musicians on here, and everybody that listens to this show knows that, I think my favorite way to introduce a musician is to let people hear them do their thing. Dope. You know. So with all that being said, I think it's time that the audience hears Doctor Funk. Awesome. Don't awesome. you think so? Well, yeah. Do you want to say anything about the track or you just want to roll it? Uh, we just Let's just roll it. It's Dr. Funk. It was one of the first songs we wrote as a band back in Bloomington. And Hell yeah. There's actually two versions of it. People, A lot of people don't know that. Okay. Uh, but 
Um, yeah. You mean like the rec- produced and live? So we did we did a version of it in our very first EP we called First Drops. Sure. And then when we re- made our first self-titled album, yeah. um, after a long debate, we decided to, to do it again. Uh, we changed the verse, uh, the second verse of the song, just to make it a little more PC. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. And so there's two versions of it, but we play both versions. You never know yeah. which one you'll catch out on the road. Which one are we going to play right now? Um... Let's play the newer one. That's right, right. the one sweet. off of uh, off of the first off, album. Yeah, off the fa- first album. And that so was this is su- super Bloomington nerdy. But what what studio was, was that? Russian? No. So we did the main squeeze LP at Airborne. Airborne. That's right. Which that's is, it, yeah. uh, uh, Dave's studio. That's right. Yeah. Airborne is awesome too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chip Reardon recorded. That. Yeah, Chip. That's the EP right. The we did with Eric Day. I don't know if you remember Eric Day. I don't remember Eric. Uh, remember. But he's one of our favorite favorite producers. And at the time, he opened up his own like. There's so many badass recordings. Yeah, yeah. He ended up doing (laughs) for a while. He took over that studio that was off Eleventh Street, the Uh the famous one, the one where everyone kind of oh 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 shit yeah. What was that? Oh my gosh, Eleventh and it's kind of like by up. Upland Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it now. Yeah, because that's where I used to. I used to live right by Upland, so and I I used to see that studio all the time. I can't, but I never did anything there. We we. I was always at Farm Fresh or Airborne. Became um our second album, Mind Your Head. Yeah. So we cut the demos at that one, but our first one was done um, with Eric at his old studio, which was cool. All right. Well, I may or may not edit out this nerdy Bloomington studio talk. Oh, that's cool. If you keep it, you do. If not, shout out to Eric Dad. That's right. All these all these people are badasses, and, and their studios are so awesome. Yeah, yeah, chips the shit. Um, but uh, yeah, let's just get into this. This is Doctor Funk cool. by the Main Squeeze. Say 
Yes. But people get it now. People understand it now. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit more, at least. Squeezes. Oh, man. So, you know, now I you know, just have so many questions for you. Mm-hmm. I hope you're ready. Um, are, are you a candle man? I like candles, yes. You like candles? Yes. What about flowers? Um, a lot of men are afraid to admit that they like candles and flowers. I like giving flowers. Okay. And I like... I like the smell, but I don't really like. I'm, I guess I'm kind of weird about receiving flowers. Okay, that makes sense. Has, have, you don't, you don't, you're not big into it. What you know I, what it I, is? Not that I'm not big into it. it just don't like just, it. Yeah, you just, just don't really care that much. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, my so mom's I'm very I, I'm different flowers. than that, but it doesn't mean I disagree with you. It's yeah, just like I'm. You just, like flowers? I, I, like yeah. Candles. If I get flowers, I'm. It, it, I like it a lot. It's a very nice gesture, so I would never be like, "Oh, don't give me." Yeah, flowers. fuck you. But if you're asking me which one <laughs> I would rather flowers. smell, smell, I'd probably choose candles. Yeah, candles are awesome. What yeah. about incense and stuff? Do you do that? Um, I don't do incense as much now as I did when I was younger. Incense is very present in my house. So yeah, yeah. I like the smell, but it's not something that I burn as much now. What about coffee versus tea? I am a hundred percent tea. I do you, you're a tea man. Yeah. Well, no that makes coffee. sense because you're a you're a you're a, a vocalist. A vocalist, yeah. Um, I, I there was a time it, where I had coffee, and I tried it like the lattes and stuff like that. Sure, but sure. for me, it was like I realized that caffeine is not your friend. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm better off without it. Yeah. I, um, sativa is all the caffeine. <laughs> yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't drink coffee at all. It's just not my thing. And tea, I usually just I'm a very like I like mint. Mm-hmm. Non-caffeinated tea with, you know, honey. Gotcha. Um, I'm just very like straightforward. Yeah. Do you do that a lot before or after shows and stuff? Uh, usually before shows. Um, it's yeah. I usually just do honey and water. I don't yeah. even do the mint. Yeah. If I'm gonna have something. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm never, I'm never against having a glass of tea. Um, and I would always choose it over coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, Wu Tang Clan something to fuck with? Um, they ain't nothing to fuck with. That's what I thought. Um, Thank you for. <laughs> we talked about Owen Stevenson. You're wearing a Wu Tang Clan shirt right now. Which made, I am. Yes, made me think of it's that. my like favorite shirt right now. That's awesome. And it's funny because I feel like this like this cult. You know, there's a cult around Wu Tang. Oh, of and course, you, like there walk is, yeah. around and someone will just throw you the dub, and you're just yeah. like, damn, like feels good. He's about it. Yeah, yeah. you know, and they know yeah. it. I love what's shirt. going on. Cash yeah, rules shirt. everything around me. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of <laughs> like if you wear like a Hoosier. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's weird. It's weird. People, people don't react hyper positively for some reason. Like, so I went to KU for a year, right. and then I went to Indiana to finish my degree. Right. Right. But like, if I see it, like if I see a Jayhawk shirt or something, I'll be like Rock Chalk, and they'll freak out. They'll yeah, 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 Rock Chalk. Right. They'll get all excited. If I I've seen people like just a couple of weeks ago, I was hiking, and I saw a person wear a Hoosier shirt. I was like Hoosiers, you know? And he goes, uh huh. And he just kept walking. I was it's like, embarrassed? Jeez, why are you wearing the shirt? Yeah, right. You're the one wearing the shirt. That's crazy. I was just trying to hype you up for wearing the shirt. Exactly. And that's like a good thing. Make me feel bad. I mean, but that it happened. Was a, it was a bad Hoosier. basketball season. So I feel like IU fans. Like, oh, maybe they think, Maybe they thought I was making fun of them. Right. Like, go Hoosiers. They suck yeah, at basketball. Right. But it's like, no. I'm having a bad year. I'm a Hoosier. You know? But yeah, I feel like it's always good. I always try to shout out. The, the alum sure it's yeah. like we, we got a we got a good fan base and oh good of course it's a great time this is and this is a great scene i mean there's such a huge indiana alumni association in la i didn't even realize it's I crazy had no idea it's um, huge i went to the colts game last year oh colts rams yeah. That's awesome. and i'm like on the train down yeah and i'm just running to people left and right and me and kester ended up seeing each other separately 
Yeah. Both going to the game. I loved I love Dustin. What a you great know. dude. I that's, just ran into not, him at, no the secret. Air, at the airport. He was flying to Dallas and I was flying back from Colorado. Like, that's awesome. Kester, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I need to get him back. He's been on the show Has before. Uh huh. But uh, I need to get him back. We hang out quite a bit and mm. so and, and I just need to have him back. He's always like, Oh, we should do another and I'm, I agree we should have him back on, but I just haven't had him back on. I told him to call me when he gets back in town. So. Great dude. Yeah. Great dude. Yeah. Um so that that goes to my next question. It's a perfect segue because I was going to ask you about these friends that we that we have these mutual friends that have been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen Stevenson. Yep. Ruben Gingrich. Yep. Ruben. Dustin Kester. Dustin Kester. I can't remember. I don't know who else has been on the show that you might have known. You said um, Bobby. Well, actually, that's a little sneak peek. Oh. Bobby's coming out next week. Oh wow. <laughs> I ruined that. I'm sorry. So, no, I'm you sorry didn't ruin that. it. You didn't ruin it. You've <laughs> you've billboarded it. Next billboarded week's guest it, yeah. is, uh, is you know, a little man named Bobby Wooten. My little brother, man. He's yeah. just too cool for school these he's days. The he's doing big stuff. He's doing and big I'm stuff. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, he's killing it. I remember when he was just playing some true story gigs like on IU TV, and now he's That's just right. running the world with David Byrne. Oh, man, he's killing it. And making hot music, and I'm just through the roof, through the, to the moon for that kid. Me he's too. Like, the world is going to know his name sooner than He's later. a great dude and super talented. Yeah. So this is a nice little like billboard for the world already for, uh... knows his name. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Much of the world does. Right. And he was just in here today. Record, we're, but we, we, uh, we, I'm holding his, his episode for one more week because there's uh, a little bit of a release going on at the end oh, of May. Oh, nice. So, come, so, just, so this is a great little little plug for next week's dope, episode of the dope. podcast. Make sure you check it out. Yeah, if, if you're new, if you're new to, the episode, to this podcast, then you know, tune in again next week. You you're know, gonna I mean, catch hit that subscribe stuff. button. I know, Bubby's gonna, uh, Bob's gonna <laughs> be laughing. Good old Bubby Bobby. <laughs> Gonna be laughing it up a little bit on there. That's right. Man. Oh, well, we do some laughing. That's yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> but but I want to ask you about uh, people that uh, that that uh, listeners to the show that already know some of these people. Owen, Ruben, uh, Dustin. What are you know? You know these guys pretty well. Yeah. Are there any secrets you want to just kind of just let out of the box right now? Let out of the bag. Oh and man. Just blow up their spot a little bit. Blow up I mean, Ruben, spot. you probably know the best. You've been, you've spent yeah, the most time. Well, and yeah, and I live with Ruben. Exactly. So, so he's know. like a brother. So you know some stuff about him. Yeah. And you know, it'd just be kinda, a good time to just unveil some secrets. You know, Ruben is all. You just, you never know what Ruben's doing. You know, <laughs> he's just a man. You never know. He is kind of a man of mystery. He's a man of mystery in, a, in the most positive way. Yeah, for a roommate, it's yeah. so crazy. He's kind of got like his own like apartment. And he's recording, he does. but this dude is always just doing, like. You never know. Like, yeah. He could be doing anything. He just built a studio. Yeah. He's been drilling holes and He's a very quiet, um, like energy. Quiet assassin. And very admirable person. Yeah. You know, he just does what he does. It's true. That's cool. true. Cool operator. That's true. It really is. Do you um, have any secrets about Owen? You know, I'm trying to get my best owing owing stories because they're <laughs> We had some fun times on the cruise ship. Of co- I'm sure. Obviously. As cruise ships you, tend to provide. When you live on a cruise ship, yeah. Have yeah. a really good time. There's um, a brotherhood of uh, secrecy there that I understand yeah. if you can't broach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't broach all of those. Um, but we, what am I randomly, it's a cruise ship story, but um, we were, one time on our cruise ship, we had one of those shows where we we're playing, you know, like. You're singing a cappella, so you're already 
I'm gonna say a disadvantage, but okay. like, there's not music to cover up sure. things. Yeah, in acapella, obviously it's just voices. And it was just you were doing the quartet stuff we too. We were doing right? quartet. Exactly. It's a four so it's part just, group. So it's like there's very um, little room for <laughs> Peter, who I mentioned earlier, our buddy Drew. Drew, who, right? Yeah. Drew Kipfer. Right. Yeah. Who was also in True Story. In True Story, that's right. Played trumpet. Um, was a bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were doing this show, and we were singing Ring of Fire, mm-hmm. and I think oh, like we had some libations. Sure. Obviously, before. Yep. Um, that happens. That 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 particular Not a ton show to do. or in between. Yeah, right. In between <laughs> sets, having some in between set cocktails, uh-huh. and um, so there was a guy who was. Um, just so just so people know, listening yeah. at home about cruise ships, there's just not a lot to do. <laughs> For the right. musicians on board, uh, you, you, you know, hang you play out. Music. Uh-huh. A couple time, a couple hours a night. Yeah, through few hours, depending on what you do. And then you, and then you get a notice. It's like, okay, we have three sea days in a row. This this contract, and you're All like, right. oh, okay. Great. So we're just gonna be. So what you do is, uh, you have three hours of work, <laughs> and then you sing your three or four hours, and yeah. then you come back. And yeah. you have beverages. Yeah. Three C days. One of those is one of your off days. Right. <laughs> and I think I was required to have two off days. I don't know how that got worked I, out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, the, the uh, acapella contracts are pretty rare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we were having some libations. Sure. Nonetheless. Okay. And we were singing Ring of Fire um, once the show started. No libations during the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, this guy was just yelling, Fire! Fire! <laughs> he was just wasted at the show. Yeah. Fire! <laughs> During the middle of Owen's song. So we're acapella. Yeah. We're like laughing. Obviously, we can't sing because this dude is like, fire! He's cracking you up. Fire! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just screaming fire at the show. <laughs> and Owen, <clears throat> bless his heart, is trying to get this guy to stop. So he like walks out to this guy and like he's singing the solo right in his face yeah. like intense the, like the yeah. intense Owen like burns 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 it's like making that direct eye con- yeah. performer to audience eye contact that makes people uncomfortable <clears throat> quickly yeah so this guy would stop right? yeah and it's like Owen's got the big eyes mm-hmm. and he finally gets this guy to like calm down but at this point like we're cracking up hysterical yeah not cracking up like we're not backing him up at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of this. And he's like, uh, he's like. Are you guys still singing? Kind of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, at like, least one of you is at some at every point. If you could call it that. Yeah. yeah. You know. Like, and <laughs> this guy just basically was like, it's like he was silent and we're cracking up. We couldn't finish the song. Sure. And. Owen's like walking back because the guy's kind of finally stopped. Sure. And he's like, we're like, all right, we're going to do the next song. And he's like, we'll start the next song. He's fire. <laughs> we all just leave. And Owen's just like, Shows who's done. the Yeah. Owen's yeah. like, we're done. Get out of here. Everyone just go. Um, you know, there's yeah. always some random, you know, the of course. Stuff is always it's the free random. bird guy or, right. the, or the more cowbell guy. That guy is at every show. Always. And and you and you you either love it in the moment or you hate it. Most of the time you hate it. Sometimes you love it. Just depends how it's right. Depending displayed. on how your day is going, it could be one way. Yeah. Or a lot of it's I your didn't mood. Mind it, but it's it's mostly just yeah, you kind of get through. And you keep that guy up. exists at every single gig. I mean, I still say that to this day. It's just, it's just hard it's, to have a gig where there's not a more cowboy guy or a more freebird guy Why or is some that? shit. I don't Why know. The, the mother never taught them manners. <laughs> 
Fair. How to have a drink and be quiet like a hey, gentleman. God, listen to the music. Yeah, drink your... How do you feel about this? Because this has come up um, at a few shows. Okay. Um, I've most recently heard it at um, like more like jam band type sure. um, situations. But okay. How do you feel about people talking at shows? Ooh, yeah. I don't like it. At all? No. No matter the show? No. Okay. No, it's like you know. I'm just, I'm just kind. Of, I mean, I it. There are venues that like that that, that like are, are that are formatted in a way where it's like there's a talking area and yeah. a, and, and and then sometimes that can get a little bit gray. Like the mm-hmm. blue like the blue whale mm-hmm. for example. It's like it's it's too small to really have two vibes, but right. there's kind of two vibes. Right. But like, but it can, but if it's an intimate room. scene, it, it kind of gets frustrating or yeah. whatever. But like, but you kind of give it a little. But you're like, it's you give it a break because it's it's just kind of how the the structure of the places or in whatever. A perfect setting. It's like, yeah. Listen to the music. But in general, it. it's like if you're in a room, like, listen. You came to this. You did the hard part, right? Especially like in L.A., right? Where I'm like, you left your house and made it all the way here. You took a lift or whatever, right. like. And you made it all the way to this venue, like you you live in Highland Park and went to Santa Monica for a show or some shit, right. and then you're gonna talk through it. What the fuck is going on? I agree. Yeah, but like, I don't like it's it. It's like, yeah, unless you're cheering or you're in the vibe, I get it. But oh sure, it's yeah, like, that yeah, makes it's sense. Like, we work hard to do it, like let these guys like get into it. Well, and it's I mean I, I, it's part of being a performer and knowing though that because like because you because you know how distracting it is like exactly. because it doesn't matter if the whole audience is enjoying it, but there's one but there's if there's one guy in the back talking, that's who you look that's at. That's who you're focused. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just this how it is. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's where's Waldo. I mean, it's yeah. just, you can't help but play where's Waldo when you're on stage, that's like true. you know, and it's that's and it true. distracts you from what you're trying. And to I do. like that anyway. Like I want to know. I'm reading my audience so much. I want to know like the you know where the party is. What's going yeah. On, so well, and like, comedy's the same. And right. I mean, I mean, and like you know, everybody like everybody, any performer has to deal with that shit. It's true. So so in general, I don't like that. At okay, all. I'm with you. Yeah. Just for the audience, so you guys know, like, hey, pay attention. Yeah, you already paid the money. And the people around you who are quiet are there because they want to listen. Yeah. So. Well, and there are times to like cheer and yell and stuff, right. you know. And there's even like the the singer will if it's a singing like you're very good about that in right. front of audience like you're telling the audience when to get involved. Sing along, hey. Get hey. in here, yeah. Na 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 na, hey. Did hey. you see? <laughs> did you see the Adam Sandler special that came out recently on Netflix? I, you know what? I watched it in Bloomington uh-huh. randomly. We were yeah. just like came out around Halloween. There's a, like there's the part where he is singing a song and he asks the audience to start clapping with them and they do and they're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> like they're actually like the one audience in America that actually clapped on the beat. Yeah. And then uh and then uh, uh and then he goes, All right, stop that fuck stop that. I hate that. Stop. <laughs> He's like, No, you guys are doing <laughs> guys a good job, it. but I hate that. I don't want that. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> it, was a, it was like the funniest part Thank of that you. whole that was special for me, for, for yeah. me as a performer. Yeah. I was like <laughs> I feel it. Good for he got the I'm one sure. audience in America that clapped on two and four it together in a huge stadium oh and gosh. told them to stop because he didn't want them to actually. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. No, no, that's good. It's like this I'm is you came here to see it. me. I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Adam Sandler. So awesome, man. Um, I got, I had more questions, but we've been we're having a great time. It's not even a point to ask. Yeah, I mean, ask I was away, gonna bro. ask you about squeeze, like you, because you said, but you already kind of mentioned it. Was just like the question I had written was just kind of like it, it's something special. Yeah, you know, and like, I, I did you did you feel like you knew that when you started? I did, but you did. I felt like you kind of. Yeah, I guess that. I did say that before. Um, because yeah. it, made, it made you stay. Like you had. Plans it made to me move stay in Bloomington. And, I had no intentions of staying. But then really, all you guys yeah. moved together to Chicago. We moved together to Chicago, um, and you were there for we, three, 
like three and a half. Three and a half years. Yeah. Before we came out here to LA. Yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of, it was like, I stayed and we did two years in Bloomington, um, extra years before we moved to Chicago. Yeah. So it was like, we, I think it's very, it's a very unique situation to be around a group of guys who are both very, very talented. Yeah. Um, but also very humble and just nice, genuine people. Sure. Um, I definitely think timing is everything. And yeah. If, you know, who knows what, where we would be as a group if we weren't, if we didn't meet where we met and grow the way that we've grown. Yeah. Um, but I also think that that's also important because we're all kind of staggered in age that we've all grown together and we can kind of help each other. Big life, time. You yeah, know? of course. It's yeah. like, I couldn't imagine. I, I, I know there's so many bands that have, you know, brothers that yeah. have been together forever or right. a group of friends that started when they were like in high school together. Or there's and, random bands. There are even examples of like different age, like highly different ages and right, stuff. Right. But. Where it just doesn't, um, where it just doesn't work out right, or you just sure. kind of get tired for different reasons or other things. And I think we've always been blessed to like the challenge, like taking on the challenge together, Yeah. but also like growing together. Like we've grown, like our relationships were built together. Yeah. You know, Smiley and Max have the longest relationship. Sure. Yeah. Um, they went to summer camp, sleep away summer camp together. Yeah. Um, but you know, f- for the rest of us, and even them, you know, Sleepaway Summer Camp is six weeks out of a year. Yeah. You know, like that's not a significant. I mean, sure. it is. In the it game, is, because, especially in that multiple to have a bond. time of your, of, exactly. your, of your brain and but, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As a whole, it's like that's not as significant as spending a year with someone or five yeah. years with someone. Or yeah. Well, especially years. as an adult and you're, exactly. in those and you're dealing exactly. with shit. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, there's. You learn, though, I think being in bigger groups. Being in groups like True Story, where there's rotating people, being in groups like Straight No Chaser, that were, you know, ten yeah. to fifteen people rotating. You know, being in a group like Soul Review, where there was, you know, eight vocalists when I was in it, and ten yeah. horn players, and a full rhythm section, and all this stuff. It's like you learn how best to work with people. Yeah, and you learn. I think what you don't want as much as what you do want. Yeah, and I think that that is as important. Yeah, um, as what you do want. Like knowing well, what that, you don't want to deal with, and, and that goes for anything, man. That for goes, anything, that can that, go yeah. for relationships. That can go for you know, right. like, that, that can go for so many different things. Everything like in life. learning what somebody doesn't want right. is almost and more learning, important. Yeah, and I think picking your battles, I think, is also important in groups like that too. Yeah, you know, it's like I know for myself, like I'm very laid back. Uh, there's not very easy, and if someone makes a compelling argument for something, then I'm like, you know what, they got a good point. It's like I'm not gonna waste my breath. Yeah. So say something just for the sake of saying sure something. like if i care about it and i want to make my point or i want to argue for something then i'll do that if i don't then i'm not gonna like i don't fret over it you yeah know? and there's some people that do in life and there's some people that don't but i've just learned like in life like you're more inclined to get to get to head in the direction that you want to yeah by not fretting over everything you know yeah, I win every single battle and yeah. that's probably coming from you know playing on teams and man this is such a good topic i love this topic because i think especially for dudes not that it doesn't happen for women no, and that no, there are yeah. there are exa- there are a million examples of women that have the same problems mm-hmm. as guys in this area but 
I feel like guys in general have such a hard time sharing stuff yeah. and are less open and blah, blah, blah. But like, but I think like often people are like, Oh, you're dating a musician. He's like very emotional or whatever, you know? And yeah. like, and it's, it's true because like, I mean, ever since middle school, when I started playing with other people, and like and like you're trying to make music with somebody and you're like frustrated and mm-hmm. you're trying to because you're attached to it you know and you're trying to figure out how to voice these ideas and it's just creativity mm-hmm. but you are attached to especially when you're like in middle school and high school you're very attached to your art and all that's it right. you think you're doing this high art kind of stuff and you, so you're it. figuring out ways to communicate with your friends that right. are also guys or whatever at the time and uh, so I, I feel like that's why a lot of musicians get this like I, this kind of stigma of being more open or more emotional or whatever right but it's like because you're just working with those ideas or you're trying to conceptualize and communicate exactly. these like deeper exactly. meanings exactly. to that i get in trouble part. for that all the time because yeah. that's that's my release you know of my course it's my release it's like i can be calm in other situations because i have that yeah exactly and I can scream and i can just get that out and feel better and, yeah um you know not everyone has that outlet they yeah. do but in a different way um and well and not to make things like super dark or anything but I, there there was somebody i can't remember who it was now but i but uh, a friend of ours named dylan uh, a friend of our family's forever he posted up a thing after like a, after a school shooting a while back and it was a, it was like a meme or a quote or something like that but it was about it was like back when i was a kid and having dark thoughts and stuff nobody gave me a, access to a gun they put a guitar in my hand right you know they put a fucking guitar in my hand yeah. or, or drumsticks or you know yeah. whatever it is and told me like Go work it out. Work your shit out yeah. on this. Like put it, to, it put that energy on something that's positive, or even if it's not positive. I mean, whatever. Like you know, do, do something different. There's than, something else. Yeah. To, to do, you know. So and that's I think violence is is an, an easy way out. Of course. And well, I know yeah. people like yeah. It's hard to imagine that someone to be like, oh, well, I'd rather do this than go play guitar or something like that. Sure. But um, I don't know, man. Putting your focus into other stuff for me has always been the outlet to um, just not worrying about everything else. It's like, yeah. Put your, you know, worry about this, this song and worry about this, you know, this game or whatever it was growing up. Or, sure. You know, stuff work yeah. or whatever. So. No, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I love, I mean, I think we, you know, grew up similarly in that way. Started music early, found yeah. people, you know, we obviously went to the same school during the same time of our kind of lives and mm-hmm. adolescence and stuff. And it, it really informed a lot of who we are today. Yeah. Yeah. But we are surrounded by so many awesome people, man. We yeah. just, we were very blessed in that way. We are. Is, and you know, you included my friend. Dude, you, <laughs> you man. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 you know, we're complimenting each other, which is not something we typically do yet in the show, but I'll get to that later. Okay. But before we do that, yeah, I think it would be good as to show another track. Cool. If you're um, into that. Yeah, the next track I think we're gonna do is very long. So yes. are you gonna do clips of it or like how do you feel? Let's about fucking it? just do it. Oh, we just do the whole thing. Let's just do the whole fucking thing. Nine minutes. But there's like, no rules why don't here. Make nine there are no songs anymore. there are no grown ups here in this room. Yeah, I remember when <laughs> we, we can we, do whatever we want to do, <laughs> and no one can punish us for this. <laughs> we, <laughs> good. Then we're gonna do it. Gonna yeah, do a nine minute song. This uh, this if is you a nine fast minute song. Forward, then you can. Right. Well, and also, I, I like to say this to people in front of long songs, which is just like, hey, if you're somebody that fast forwards through songs, st- don't. Yeah. Listen. Like, why are you listening to an hour and a half show if you're going to fast forward through nine minutes of it? That's stupid. Like, just what, what I want you to do is experience part of what Corey is, and that's who you're listening to. So exactly. sit back, relax, and enjoy a nine minute song. You know, yeah. people don't do it often anymore. Everything's got to be two and a half minutes and sound the same from beginning to end. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's cool. Like, that exists too. Sure, it should all exist. A little differently, and so 
You get a nine minute song. You just really cut me off at the knees there. That was really. <laughs> I'm going to put this glass down and remember where I put it. This oh, time exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was a little behind the scenes. Oh, I guess that was. Um, he hit his glass from himself. Early I on, did. I, I lost my wine glass. So. A... <laughs> um, I think you're getting. Give me one more. Yeah. Also uh, called I'll Take Another, which yes. is the real name. Shout out to Bob Serwitz, who was the writer on this song. This is a badass track. It is a bad, badass track. And it's, I remember like being in Bloomington. You know when you get it, when you are writing a song and you're just like, people are going to fucking love this. Yeah. That's, that's how this felt. Well, and you guys, I mean, and this is one. live. This is a part, like this is a party tune for a live show. It is. It and is I, tra- so I remember when I saw it, because I was such a, you know, I, I came to you guys shows. I loved it. You know, like back when I was in school and all that stuff at the end of school. Yeah. And I, and I loved this track. And I loved how you guys did it live because it just kept going evolving. and like, you know, and evolving, changing all yeah. that stuff. Um, and then, and then when I saw it on the album, I was like, hmm. That's going to be kind of weird. You know, yeah. like, because that's such a live work? track or whatever. Right. You know? How's it going to go? But then I just, I loved it on the album. So thank you. There's no, I appreciate there's it. just no way to put it other than that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if it's always felt good. So All right. well, like, then, sometimes you got to let it, let it ride. And this was one of those for us. So we let it ride every once in a while. And this is, this is that. Here it is. I'll, I'll take, take another. another. Ooh, jinx. Knock on wood.
nine minutes song. Nine minutes. It wasn't that long. No, and people loved it the whole time. I can I, I can assure you. And if you fast forwarded it, how dare you? Yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> You've been ordered. All right. Ordered so um, now you know we've done questions. We've shared some tracks. We'll share another one later yeah. on. But what it's time for now? Whoa. <laughs> Race cars. Broom, <laughs> broom. That was not a sound effect on the show. That was just part of the natural life. <laughs> uh, but no, what's time for now are segments. And the first segment is a little something called the compliment corner. Wow. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. Hey, Corey. I love it. Hi. Welcome to the compliment corner. How does this how does compliment corner go? So basically what happens is uh, this is a chance for me and my guest, you know, this week you, yeah. uh, to just forget that the world is dark outside sometimes. You know, things get crazy. Things get dark. You know, wherever you look, there can be things to be negative about. But this gives us a chance to focus on each other. I'm going to look you in the eye, okay. give you a compliment that I mean. Okay. You'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean, mm-hmm. and we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. I like it. Yeah, does that sound good to you? Yes. All right, here we go. So my comment for you is this. Um, so we met doing True Story, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm i trying to think how to put, like, how to put your spirit into my, like, story, you know, because, like, I, there are times where you, like, really stick out to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought you were very cool during the True Story days, but we didn't like re- like really get to know each other very well. Like we we got to play a lot of gigs and like mm-hmm. goof around, and we got to hang out in the be- in the green rooms and stuff. And I remember your vibe during True Story days was like because you were coming from Indianapolis too, mm-hmm. so you're always like traffic or I left later, you know. So you're coming in, we're like just about to start, then right. we just get going. So like most of my time with you was on stage, right? You know? It's true. And then uh fast forward to like you know like through our life i'd run into you like i I remember i was doing a contract in wisconsin Mm -hmm. that was like the worst time of my life (laughs) should have been like the best gig ever but like the band ozith was rough right and so i had a rough time there i made some friends but it was more like a uh, it was more like a we were in the trenches together type of situation rather than a like like very good but the but main squeeze did a show in madison uh, in, in, like while I was there, so I drove up and like spent the night with you guys, yeah. and we partied and had this great time. Yeah. And you and I had like a long, you know, long hang time on the porch, yep. like in like zero degree weather, just yep. like chatting and catching mm-hmm. up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then fast forward again uh, to when I, I worked with you guys on Sweat uh, on that track a right. few a few years ago, and we spent a bunch of time in the studio. Yeah. At Fourth Street recording, I Fourth believe, Street, where yeah, Incubus did all their records, yeah. which that was huge for me because I grew up, uh, Incubus was like my favorite band growing up. And then Amazing I got to band. be in there and record a bunch of percussion and just like run around the room with shakers and stuff. Yeah. It was super fun.
with you there. And then like, and then ever since then, I can see you at your place or see or whatever. But, but like, you've just been this, this, every single time I've had you in my life at these different little points, it's been a big warmth, <laughs> big Thank level you, of warmth yeah. given to me, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. uh, you, you know, you have this, this genuinely good vibration about you. That you know, it's and, and like and, and like you, you and I have always been honest with each other. We've yeah. talked to each other about stuff and you know, and caught up and and it, but it's always been this feeling of like we're like not you're always like, hey, you're doing this thing, you're doing this thing, or like you like you've always kept tabs on me. I know what you, Main Squeeze is doing. Yeah, and so I've always felt like this very cool connection to each other, even though we don't get to hang out all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. which can't be said for every friend. You know, it's no, like, you just no. but it's like, hey, man, we're good. We're good, We're good. <laughs> which You're feels good. good. Thank you, man. <laughs> that got, that kind of relationship is positive these I, days. We're just like, no, we're good. I don't know about that guy yeah. <laughs> or this guy or whatever, but yeah. it's like I think about Corey and I'm like, yeah, we're good. That's good. I I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, of course, man. And I like I genuinely feel the same way. It's like yeah, I the thing that I always um, have admired about you is no matter and I it's probably comes from that situation that we you know it's always like oh i was coming from indy and we had gigs or like whatever yeah it's like you always bring such a positive attitude into everything that you do mm-hmm. um whether it's you know this show yeah. obviously um or a gig where it could be any number of situations yeah. or just <laughs> popping up to a party or whatever it's like the thing i always it's like i i always look forward to catching up with you because i know that you know it's gonna be a great conversation yeah and a great catch-up yeah. and that's not it's like that's not a, a knock against other people who you sure. catch up with and they no, have a bunch of bad shit going on and you're like oh shit i don't want to listen to that but it's like it's like i like catching up with you because i you know i know yeah. that you're bringing a good spirit into it and i know that you're always coming from a place of love and just like and that's a, a, a level of positivity it's what people need and yeah, so that's always something i've always approach even in situations like i know we're trying to learn a song or it's like oh this isn't working it's like you never like oh this is shit it's not right. gonna work yeah. it's like all right let's best figure out the way yeah. to make it make it what it is and i remember even you know you can go back to those fourth street like you know let's play this let's try this let's try yeah this. You know, it's like you're, you're like you're like yeah whatever you guys want to do let's let's get let's it out it. Like, yeah yeah and yeah. and and, and I remember that that same exact mentality in rehearsal in uh, true story rehearsals mm-hmm. when I first started with you guys, and and I was trying to figure out like who you guys were, and you guys were all trying to figure me out, you know. Right. And it was like the situation of like, oh no, this is oh yeah, well oh yeah, we're, like we're doing this too. And we've done it a million times, but Ryan's doing this, right? And we like that, or we don't like this, or, right. and, then, and then I'd be like, hey, what about this or that? And you guys, you know, it was a it's always it about awesome embracing it, you know. And yeah. and, and, and uh, those are a lot of early lessons that I learned with um with true story that you know kind of helped me and my growth towards my other bands and, and eventually the main squeeze was just, yeah. you know, like compromise is a, is a very cool thing. And when it's it, so, like, it's so weird. I mean, it's not weird at all, I guess, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, phenomenon that not everybody gets to experience right, because right. Uh, like, I mean, like, cause when I, my friends that I've made music with, I just feel closer to. Yeah, it's true. It's just, it, there's no other explanation for it. It's just like, it's like, if I've made music with you, I'm closer to you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because there's a we understand there's each a certain other better. Give and, yeah, there's a certain give and take to that sort of creation um, of both like actual, yeah, pra- practical use. There are performers and, that I've played for that I don't feel close yeah, to at all. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe that. Let me clarify that. No, no, I believe that. I believe but make, like, but making music yeah. and, and and playing someone's show is exactly yeah, <laughs> a little bit different. But they, can, they can be the same. But if, yeah, but it's like when we create not. music <laughs> and it's and it's and, and it comes out in some positive fa- fashion, then I'm just gonna be closer to that. Yeah, because you're, you're getting to know someone. Yeah, you're man. Getting to 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 work with them, know their quirks, know their ins and outs, and um, you know, bounce ideas off of them. Big time. Everything that you think is cool, you know, doesn't mean it's not cool, but it's cool to like, oh, this idea is a l- might work a little bit better. Yeah, and that's for stuff sure. that like, like you know, it's some people can't handle that. Like, yeah, it takes a certain special person to be like, oh, well, you guys did it. You know, like I know your particular situation with our group and how we met. Was yeah. we had a couple of drummers that had played with us for a while, and you yeah. were coming in, and it was like, okay, well. We did it like this. Yeah. Let's do, you know, part A like this since it does feel pretty good. But, like, let's try your beat for this part. Yeah, right. And, yeah. like, kind of just figure it out. And it yeah. works out. And um, it takes a willingness on both sides yeah. to embrace change. But also, like. And that's hard. I feel like that's. Actually, this is another little. Another sub compliment to you as a vocalist. I feel like vocalists. That's part of being a vocalist. You demand people to understand how you're yeah. feeling. You yeah. know? Right. But like instrumentalists don't really get that. Right. That leeway all the time. It's, right. it's like, no, I want to hear this thing at this point, this Has way. To be this. This Has tuning, to be this yeah. what, or whatever. Like, right. And that goes for drums or saxophone or, mm-hmm. you know, guitar or anything. But, but like, so, so a lot of vocalists aren't trained to be like. No, oh, yeah, but this, no, wrong. but the bass player is doing this thing yeah. here, I, and like, let's let him speak because because instrumentals do the same thing. It's like, right. but it's like, no, oh, sorry, I messed up that fill. I was just, I was speaking. I was speaking, yeah, <laughs> like, I was in the way that I'm trained okay. to speak. You know, yeah, it's like, right. And so. it's like, there's there's room for it. Yeah, you know? and you're great that, about that. I think yeah. the understanding is, um, you know, I, especially within my own band, I kind of look at myself as like a tour guide. You know, sure, like you come catch this experience, and I'm just. I'm the host and I get to, you know, I get to speak and I get to kind of point you in the direction of, you know, where we're going and how we're feeling. But the show as a whole is, is this is five guys speaking together. Well, and and the squeeze guys, I mean, there's not every single member of that could be plucked out easy as a virtuoso and and like, and, 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 and and like, and told to to, to be in any, any other setting, like, you know. And it's so, it's so it's cool when you see that level of you know like craftsmanship yeah and uh, and, I want, I would, and collaboration at the same I think, time. I think people get caught up in this in the front guy stuff yeah. and naturally like there's not a gonna, Ringo in the band. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's not a Ringo. <laughs> I just said that to piss everybody <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, I love Ringo too. Yeah, uh, no, but I don't no, think but there's no, anything wrong with a Ringo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it takes. I, I I'm a, I'm a team guy. And yeah, it, and I would I can't do anything without yeah, you the grew main up on squeeze. Football. Yeah, you know I can't do anything without the main squeeze. They can't do anything about we we are us together. Big time. And without one of us, it would be a different thing. And um, featuring every, anybody changes. Featuring any, yeah, right. Yeah. And anyone could goes. go and you know. I root for my bandmates to, to do amazing things because I know how great they are. Yeah. Um, but I think the greatest thing that we have is us. And that is the, you know, like it's different it. and, and, you know, I want to give that to the world. Yeah, so, for sure. So, Kick um, ass. yeah, compromise is cool. Man, well, this has been. We went. We went off on some other we stuff, did, but we but that's too. been the compliment we corner. Yeah, yeah. That's that was a compliment. great compliment. We're just you good. You gave great compliments, and it was great to uh, have 
have uh, given a compliment to you. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, let's do it again sometime. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll just call you. <laughs> do you hit the button again for compliments? I, you want me to? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, that's been the compliment corner. That was amazing. <laughs> this next segment is called Beg the Universe for Something Small That You Want. Okay. Universal something small that you want. Nice. <laughs> I was thinking about what I was going to ask the universe. Exactly. Well, the the whole purpose of this game is that like everybody knows what you know dreams are, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, I mean, I, I, it's like you know, I want a million dollars. You know, I want, I want a, I want a mansion. I want a yacht. I want, you know, I want to be famous or all these different big dreams that people have, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and obviously, you know, you know, they're not everybody dreams to be famous or anything, but it's like, you know, everyone wants these big things. Mm-hmm. It's easy to have huge dreams. So what I like to do is scale it down, bring it on down, I like that about you, scale it on down all the way. Right. You know, and, and have a moment to just beg the universe for something small. That's a little bit more reachable. Okay. You know, um, and so what this segment does is it gives you and I a chance to say something that we would like. Mm-hmm. It could be small. It could be a Snickers bar. You know, yeah. I've had people ask for candy, you know, yeah. coupons, like $5, you know, little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it just gives like something that could change your day or your life in some small way. Um, you know, or a big way if it's a small thing that has a big effect, you know, just something small that, that's a little bit easier to reach for the universe, you okay. know. And then what we'll do is I'll share mine, you'll share yours, and then... We'll take a moment, think about that, and then on the count of three, we'll beg the universe and as loudly and as passionately as we can do. Okay? Okay. So, do you want me to go first? Do you have a moment to think? I think I got what I want. Okay, what do you want? Let's start with you. You want to say it? Sure. Yeah, just, we'll talk about it first, and okay. then we'll beg. Okay. Um, I want to give the universe more smiles. You want to give too much? the universe more smiles. Like, I want the universe, like, to smile more. Like, if I could give one thing, like, to feel... You, so you mean all the living beings living in the universe? Living beings in the universe. Okay. To... That seems pretty big, to that's be honest. Big. It's too big. <laughs> right. I mean, a, small, a smile one is physically smile, small, right? A smile itself. That's what I was thinking. Because a yeah. smile costs you nothing. Right. It's that not is small. very big, and it's something that everyone... But for everyone to do it, it seems like a big concept to me. That's true. Maybe, uh, I mean... So we'll scale back. I didn't mean to negate what you did. No, no, no. Because I, I appreciate the because sentiment I was, so much. I was thinking about the whole universe, Yeah. but I was also thinking about something that was easy for people to do. Yeah. So okay. we'll scale back. Scale back. We'll scale back. Let's think of some... I mean, I love that. Yeah, but that's like a that's a beg big, the universe a, for something big that you that, want. That's too big. So I have to just I have to veto. You have it. to pull back. All right, all right, all right. So <laughs> I'm gonna beg the universe for a good dinner tonight. Ooh, okay, good dinner tonight. Happiness and that's and, perfect and fulfillingness. That's perfect. Is that perfect? Yes, that's perfect. Okay, I love that. <laughs> um, mine is I'm gonna beg for. Okay, so I'm I'm saving for a wedding right now, and I'm engaged. Wow, which feels which I great. Knew that, but so I have an ex girlfriend, yeah, uh, and a current fiance. Yes, and <laughs> what I'm begging for, I, I you know I I have to people want 
to win the lottery and all these different things. And I often talk to my mom about this because she likes to, you know, gamble at the casinos and stuff. And we have, we have a, a number in our mind that we'd love to win one day, but really what I'm like, I'm happy working. I'm happy doing the work. Right. I just want to make sure I make the money, you know, right. and so, to do what I want to do, you know? Right. And so I think what I'm going to beg for is just, Hey, keep that work coming. Keep some work coming. Let me get a phone call tomorrow that's like, hey, here's a, you know, I don't care if it's a $100 gig. I'll take it. I you like know? that. I'm trying to put out all the money behind is, it. Is that too big? I don't, well, I don't think so because I'm, I'm literally asking for just little, even little stuff. Just whatever. Hey man, just give me the work. Just give me the gig. Give me the work. I don't, I'll, I'll do the work. I'm all about Does it, it feel too big? Because you, you, I could have done what you did to me. Be honest. I Maybe mean, I should ask for something smaller. I If the work is coming... And that's a day-to-day grind. I'm okay with that. Okay. Because I think yeah. everyone should. I'm not asking for, for one gig that pays, you no. know, twenty grand. Although no. that would be awesome. That would be. I awesome. would love it. I'd love it. But I, I would take that. The the consistent work <laughs> yeah, that allows give, you to do the things that, that you want. Give me. I think that's a great gift for that, everyone. Give me that gig right now. Yeah. You know, just call me up tomorrow. I want to get a phone call tomorrow. I was like, hey man, you want to do this gig? I'm like, yeah. yep, perfect. That's, There's the universe. That's perfect. There's the universe. Okay. Thank you, universe. Hundred dollars, forty-five minutes set. Let's do it. You know, or whatever. Put it away. Whatever it is. I'll I love take it. it. I'll love take it. it right now. That's good. That's mine. Keep it moving. Okay, so we know what we're begging for. We're begging for... You want a good dinner tonight? Yeah. I want some work to be offered. Even if it's just little... Just keep me working. Just keep me... I don't want to be sitting around. I want to be I working. I love it. So Put do some we money have to say... How do we do it? We just say universe? Well, I'm going to count to three. Okay. And then our truest self has to come out and beg. Okay. You know? Whatever you have to do. Okay. We can cry. Yeah. You can scream. Yeah. You can tear your shirt. You, know, you wouldn't do that because I know it's a Wu Tang shirt and you love it. I do love the shirt. So, but maybe you, maybe you, maybe you scratch it a little. Maybe the <laughs> most Wu Tang thing to do to rip the shirt. That might be the most Wu Tang thing to do. <laughs> Are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay, we know what we want. We can beg for each other as well. Yeah. So I'll bet you know I'm, I'm going to make sure you get that dinner. Yeah. And so we'll do what we got to do. Here we go. One. Yes. Two. Three. <laughs> Courtney's a good oh. fucking meal, man. Rodney's work. I just want some little, even if it's He's little work. He's just got a universe. It's not that hard for you. He's got to pay for. Pass the phone around. Pass my phone number around. Pass my phone number around. Call him. Call him, please. Please, God. Universe. If you want to call anything. me, I'll call him if I need an extra drummer. We'll make it work. See? Two drummers. <laughs> just, and mostly. Uh, please feed Corey tonight. Please. Give him something good. good. Yeah. If you feed me, I'll feed others. See? <laughs> you can do it. Universe, I believe in you. And that's been Beg the Universe for Something Small that you want. <laughs> Corey, I got to be honest. I think yeah. you won that. I think you won that game. You think I won? You won. It I mean, not on... we, we weren't versing each other. I just mean you just win. It. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how things go. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see if happens. I won. I'll let you know if I won. Okay. <laughs> I'd like an update. We'd like an update. Please yeah. record it on your iPhone. I will. And send me an update after you had dinner I'll today. send you a pics. <laughs> okay. This next game yeah. we're going to play is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. <laughs> This is a real game. This is a real fucking game, Corey. 
like how serious you got. You got a lot of butts in your face. <laughs> well, what this game does is gives us, it's a little airing of grievances game. It gives us a moment to just think about something that's been irking our chain, making us mad. Okay. It can be small, it can be huge, it can be political, religious, whatever it is that's making you mad. Okay. Uh, family based if you want. You know, what? I don't care what it is. It can be anything that's true to you, silly or not. Okay. And you'll explain it. And then you'll tell it to figuratively get its dank butt out of your face. Okay. okay? Yes. I'll go first so you can think about stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. In a game, you know? Yeah. Uh, mine is high APRs on credit cards. <laughs> yes. I have one credit card that's a high, that's a very high APR. Yeah. And it's my lowest, it's my, it, like, it, the lowest maximum right. credit card that I have, right. you know? And it's like the highest. Or the hardest card to pay off. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you can put money on it, and and then they charge you more on API. And it's like this thing I signed up for when I was 23, you know? Yeah. Or so, you know, and it's a stupid card, and I need to have it refinanced or just cut it in half. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but my, my complaint is like, hey, man, if you have a little bit of debt on a card... And I, because I've just been paying them, I, I didn't. The, the, stu- the stupid thing is that I haven't noticed it for so long. I'm right. 31 now. Right. And and I and like and I've just been paying the minimums on this card, and I'm like, what the fuck? How's it keep growing? What am I? What's happening? You know. And then you look at it, and you go, and you're just like, what? I didn't even take. This is like my smallest card. Credit cards are. And it's just, and you're like, man, I'm an idiot. I'm very stupid. And, and that's how they make their money is like right. on an idiot. Right. <laughs> Taking out a card when they're 23 and then just paying the minimum for years Seriously. while they just keep you at the same, you know, I've gone down a hundred dollars since right. I started. Right. <laughs> you know, like what the heck? They get you, man. How many hundreds of thousands of dollars have I paid on this it, card? Yeah. Credit so what I have to say is, hey, credit card companies who do high APR on younglings when they, before they know, and you're just screwing them over until they know. Get, your, Get your dang butt out of my face! Get it out! Fuck! Fucking move your butt. Shit. I don't know if I can say that. Damn it. But get your butt out of my face. Yeah. Um, What's yours? You know what's been bothering me? And I don't know how people feel about this, but... Okay. I always thought that all bathrooms were made for everyone. Okay. Yeah. And... You always thought that all bathrooms were made for everyone. Yeah, even with the men and women, like the school type stuff. Like, right. I always like at your house. It's like your everybody mom, shares it. Your mom uses the bathroom. You use the bathroom. Your sister uses the bathroom. Yeah, your uses it. Like it's never, ever really been a situation. So that came up very recently. Yeah. Um, when we amongst the band, we always have band chatter. Yeah. But and it was like someone said something along the lines of. Well, I don't want to have to explain to a child or a child shouldn't have to be explained to why so-and-so is in the stall and doesn't look like them or like... Right, yeah, sure. And it was like, I thought about it for a little bit and I was like, I guess I get that, but it's like, when are we ever in a stall where we need to explain that? Like, who does... Yeah, when does that happen? to the restroom with any thought... Other than using the restroom. Yeah, a lot you know of I mean? like, fears. A lot of fears are creative based. It's so creative. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. This is not a scenario that will it. happen. Yeah. yeah, and if it does happen, it's like, like what you are we figure it out about? in the moment. They're yeah. using the restroom. We're, yeah. we're, so sure. Like I don't want to say uh, bathrooms for everyone, and if they're not for everyone, then get your dang butt out of my face. Ooh. Man, what a good one. 
just that, came up recently. It's so crazy. It's so on I, my heart. I thought I had to get that out. I love it. I I, I play this. We don't play it every single week, but yeah. we, but it is more of it's it's almost a it's almost. I mean, compliment corner we do every week. Yeah, you know, get your dang butt on my face. We do. How are you feeling? Maybe three out of every four kind yeah. of thing. Well, I'm glad we got maybe, maybe more. I, I want to get that. But out. I, but so but very I, little. I, I mean, maybe it's bigger than what I'm making it. But no, but I, just, I but that's what I'm saying. It's very simple to me. It's I played a lot, and I have a sometimes I have a hard time when I'm like about to do a show, and I'm like, oh crap, what's a good get your name button on my face today? You know? Yeah. And right. I'm trying to think about it, and this has been an issue for me too. But yeah. I haven't thought about it when I'm trying to prep. You, you know what's so I'm also glad you brought it up. What's also crazy about it is, and I guess this is just in my experience. I can't speak for everyone. In places that I've been to. Um, I'm thinking most notably Denver or Colorado because I've been there a lot recently. Sure. Just flying back and forth. But places that have um, restrooms that allow both genders, I personally have found are cleaner. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it's like you're just worried about who's going to be in it there. Genu- it generally means the most respectable people are going to use this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. They're and, going to. And I think if you're going in there, you're clean like, them, oh, clean well, out I'm worried themselves. about some. You know, if you're a dude, you're like, oh, I'm gonna lift this up because. And some guys are know. literally like, "Fuck that, dude! I hate this next dude that's gonna use the toilet. I'm gonna scratch my name in it." I've, <laughs> it's I've like, why? Some, I've been in some very bad bathrooms over the times, people. Of course, dude, was, I mean, nobody knows that better than some a musician who has toured. Just saying, <laughs> maybe I'm speaking from a tourist mind. You whatever, are, but, yeah, but I'm, I'm with just you, saying man. It's it's. The respect level raises the cleanliness of the bathroom. You just haven't been scared until you've been like in I don't know what what city to even mention. Maybe like <sighs> actually that, that's the funny part is that if you're like a, a young band, you could name any city, but yeah. the venue you're playing, you right. shouldn't be playing that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So I don't care if it's in like the cleanest city of the world, exactly. but if you're in, like if you're a young musician touring, you're probably in the most you know, shitty bar you could have yeah, ever found. Exactly. And we've all been in those bathrooms. Said shitty bar. Yeah. But you know, make bathrooms great again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to again a not totally different direction tangent, <laughs> but uh, but dude, I'm so behind it, man. I I, I you know because I've had that same thought of yeah. just like we're all using bathrooms. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I don't want to make it bigger. I get it. Dude, I, if I can, if I can take the other counterpoint for a second, yeah. would be middle school, high school. Yeah. Keep them separated. Okay. I'll give you that. Everyone's a douchebag. Everyone's a douche. <laughs> Everyone's a little crazy. Everyone's trying to figure shit out. That, Just, you know, there's a lot of people in a small area. So I understand that. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, but yeah, but high schoolers, there's so many that are already so, you know, so grown up about it. But it's like, yeah, but just take that out of the equation for yeah, them. Right, right. Just go, just take that right. level of stress out of I the equation. I guess I wasn't thinking give about people, it on, uh, the give school, people a little... on the school level. Yeah. And I, Otherwise, I, I understand that. But but because well, it's just uh, we like... Don't, we don't need kids showering yeah. and... We don't need them thinking about it, I think. Right. Yeah, like, got enough yeah, going on as far as They've got concerned. too much shit going on. You know, right. you take something out of the equation. Right. Then when they're adults and they're going to a restaurant, they can all just wait their turn and use the bathroom. And exactly. it's fine. You're having a private time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You get an adult, though, it's like... Yeah. Come on. Bathrooms yeah. for everybody. We're all adults here. It's all going to the same place. Um, the plumbing's correct. All right, man. Well, that's been... Get your name butt out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very, very fun game. That was a fun game. <laughs> um, all right, Matt. So we're coming to the end of the show. Okay. Um, but before we do that, I think it's time for one more track. Okay. Um, so you said you wanted to do the tune Fancy Clothes. Yeah, the pre-talk where you talked about Fancy Clothes. And Fancy Clothes is kind of our segue into um, this L.A. vibe. There's a lot of just... 
you know, getting out here from Chicago was just a different. Like, how did you feel when you first got out to L.A.? Were you like, That's did it take question. you a, like an adjustment period? Like, was it like, were you just feet down and running when you got here? I well, so I was feet down and running. Okay, but the reason for that is because my brothers were here long before. My brothers are eight and six years older than I am. Okay. So my when I was in middle school, my brother Jeff moved out to San Diego. Okay. And then Christian was like just behind him. And both these people have been on the podcast. Cool. Uh, so you can go back and check them out. Uh, Jeff and Christian Knudsen there. Yeah. Some of the most badass people on the globe, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, I'm biased, but um, yeah. but uh, but so they they moved out well before I did. Cool. And when I was so ever since I think 15 is my first time out to like San Diego and LA and all that stuff. Yeah. And then so I was visiting a lot. And doing some, especially in college, starting to network and do some like little gigs or like, you know, meeting people Playing, and going to yeah. shows, hanging out with people and stuff. Right. And, um, so I did hit the ground running, but it wasn't because I like, like I, I wouldn't have done that had I just moved out here. Right. right. All star ride and yeah. stuff. Like I, I at least had, I had a flavor of the town and I knew it was yeah. going to be expected of me and stuff a little bit more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel you. Yeah. And I think that was kind of our saving grace too, is that we didn't yeah. come out here looking to figure out what was next it was more just a scene adjustment for us and just yeah. somewhere that was not negative 20 january to march which do you remember because... sending well ruben was doing this i don't know i don't know how much you knew about it but at the time but ruben was sending me addresses to go check out when oh, you guys were moving up do you remember I that i believe that well, I, <laughs> and i was i was one of your guys workers on the I, ground I looking around you, at places. i appreciate you doing that <laughs> i remember being a part of the conversation and being like here's my budget for rent yeah and i trust you guys but i'm gonna stay here i had i was with my girlfriend at the time and um i knew that i was coming out here so i wanted to spend as much time as with her as I could before I took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was on break at the time, but yeah, we decided on areas and whatnot. Yeah, and, um, I remember you guys being like a hundred percent on a place. Yeah, and Ruben and Ruben, it was right before you got like before you guys came out. It was like maybe a week before you guys came out. Yeah, and the Ruben big, was like, "Ryan, can you go check out this place?" And I went and checked it out, and it was a hoarder. It was like a crazy hoarder and ruben but ruben was like dude i we're like 100 percent positive about this place but we but we just can't see it oh my can you go God. check it out and i went and walked around the house and the and like the and the, the lady met me and you know and she's just like oh we're gonna have this all taken care of and i'm like there is no way you're gonna have this you can take care it was a huge a place <laughs> there was a pool and like you know there was you know it was it sounded awesome it yeah. was like a five bedroom you know thing with like this ridiculous rent and all this yeah. stuff yeah and I remember going and looking at it and like, and they were like, no, we're going to have this all taken care of. It's going to be great. And I was like, no, no but and I specifically remember asking her like, oh, are you like, do you have a big team coming in here and stuff? And she's like, no, the, the owners are going to come in here. They're going to, you know, they're going to clean it out. And I was like, no, no, way. no, no, no. But I, I remember like calling Ruben and be like, dude, I'm, I'm really sorry about this, but you cannot, you can't do, do not put any money into this. Thank place. you. Thank you. It's, it's like a rat. I was like, even if they got all the physical stuff out of it, yeah. there would be so Two much nasty damage and smells. and the smells. Oh, out. my God. Yeah. And, well, and then the animals that. and stuff. I mean, rodents and bugs Where was it at? Shit. Do you remember where it was at? I mean, relatively close to where you guys are at. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, same like, same like, kind of zone. But, yeah. Because we were talking. But, and I remember re-looking at Koreatown before we moved out here. Yeah. Um, obviously. Yeah, Koreatown would have been sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I think the thing was we had the van and that was kind of a thing. We all, oh, we a huge to thing. Close yeah. to each other and, not, and have a place to park that was like safe. So we ended up in the valley, which I'm happy with. I'm, oh, it's I awesome. Love our you place. Got, yeah, that's, that's We could awesome. not, like, like your home, we could not have picked a better place to be creative, but also just 
kind of uh, do our thing and kind of stay out of everyone's way. Like it's close enough that we can go have a good time. Yeah. But it's also like just far enough out that like you know people come up and it's like our own little like utopia. Hell yeah. It's amazing. I love going over there and partying. Jammed with us. Of course. Yeah, because Lori and I are old people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, because you were there early. We make it till about like 11.30 or midnight, and then it's like, okay, we got to go. Yeah, I think it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And we don't even go to bed. We just go home and hang out for like three more. more. We're just like, it's like, there's like a Cinderella vibe with us, where it's just like, at about midnight, we're turning to pumpkins, but we're not going to sleep. Yeah. Like, I want to be in my house, but I just gotta I, go home. I'm gonna be inside the. It's pumpkin. just part of it. It's just yeah, part yeah. of our. Oh. That's just, and we're and we're proud of it. You know, I was like, Dude, we're not afraid to. Ain't it. nothing wrong with it. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong. With but it. we'll hang out from like seven to midnight. Yeah, you know, it's all good. And I think it. that's a pretty good party. That's Tyler. a great. That's, that's a great, great amount of party. As a guest, show up from seven. To, there's some people that come from seven and leave at seven in the morning. So. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. well, and some people come at seven and leave at seven fifteen. Like, right. You know, it's like yeah, like we, it's like we're coming, we're coming to party, but. We got to cut off. At midnight, you got to go. Hell yeah. Well, so, hey, this has been a really long intro to yeah. Fancy Clothes. I'm sorry. Clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, fancy clothes. Yeah. It's kind of about the L.A. vibes, the L.A. lifestyle. Um, it was just single. We've been releasing singles. We're going to release a new album in the fall. Sure. So, this is not going to be on there. Um, but we've just been releasing stuff. Just We just want to do some different stuff. So, we got a YouTube video. You can check it out. Just yeah. kind of talking about the vibes and hanging out, looking fly. I feel like that's like very LA. It's, it's like, it is. It's, uh, and not uh, that this is like our LA song. The show me kind of the, Yeah, that was kind of the vibe of it. Trying to hit a party, hanging out. Sure. And um, it's fun too. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Fancy place. This one. I could do the things and make you say ah. Buy me fancy clothes, shoes to match for the main event. The main event. I need a player's make ice and rings. I got that. Feel like I can do no wrong. Oh, this 
Hell yeah. Did you get fly? <laughs> Feel, feeling fly now? Feeling fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. I, you know, I, I, uh, we got into, t- I, I'm not sure at this point how much, like, if I'm going to edit anything out or just yeah. leave it all in. But I know that we talked about, you, you know, your spot and finding your spot and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that was, it was just a fun time of our lives, I think. Yeah, trying, yeah. trying to move, like getting you guys going out here in LA. That I was so excited for you guys to move to LA from Chicago. Yeah. Meaning, like, because I was like, I'm gonna be able to hang out with these guys all the time. And right. then what happened was, you guys got here and you're traveling all the time, and I'm traveling all the time, and right. we never hang out. We never, yeah. That's <laughs> just the LA mindset. You LA syndrome. To, to have the sunshine for when you're home. Yeah. But you don't really see people because they're leaving and doing the same thing that you're doing. And it, you have just summarized why I'm finally after nine years or so of living in Los Angeles, where I'm finally going like, okay, do I really want to keep paying this rent? Right. That's for the I'm sunshine, about, or should man. I just start vacationing in the sunshine? That's what I'm thinking. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I want sunshine. Something... I want sunshine, but I but uh, I don't know that I need you know all the other stuff. Yeah, and yeah, maybe who knows? I, I love this place because the business is so good. Oh man, it's, yeah. you can't beat that. But and the food choices. As as, yeah, I, I, we can go on and on about LA. LA being cool. Yeah, right. It's awesome. But in my perfect world, I. I I think I would do like Chicago and bounce to somewhere warm. Maybe yeah. that is LA, but you know, just bouncing. I love Chicago so much, man. man. If I could have a house there for when it's warm, I would love it. Uh, but I hate Chicago during for the, the cold. Yeah. Oh and my God. Thing. People can't it handle winter. And I get it. I really do. I was like, I don't hate it, but I hate having to do stuff. Well, anymore. and like you get it. I mean, like, you're, not only did you live in Chicago for several years, but you're from Indianapolis. Right. Like it's not that much different. It's not. And I'm I mean, from Wichita, is, Kansas, which yeah. is also different. <laughs> right. Because because there's no snow in Kansas. Like, right. It snows like two days a year. Right. But like you know that's what uh, uh, my fiance was just talking to me the, the other day about. She, she was like, wait. She's like, so what happened when things like when when like she because she, she was talking about how when she was growing up, everyone knew how to take care of snow so yeah. well and like like snow never canceled school and stuff like it was blah blah blah. It's just a part of. It. And I was like, well, snow never canceled school for us either, um, but it, but the one or two times <laughs> that that it would snow, we did get snow days. Because yeah. <laughs> like, like, like we were great about ice in, in Kansas. Yeah, right. You know, because like, that's all there ever is. Right. It's fucking cold, cold as shit and right. ice. You know, right. too cold for snow. You know? Indy is like the like completely unpredictable weather. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know anything about it. It's yeah. Like, in, Seven days, it could be snow, sunny, rain, sleet. I mean, you would yeah. catch it all. I do know about it just because so really, of Bloomington. Well, right, well, Bloomington, right. <laughs> and even Bloomington, I feel like, is a little utopia. Oh, utopia man. With I being agree. tucked in the valley. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it prepared you for everything. Because you're like, yeah. Okay. And you can really, you get to, like, sample everything. Yeah. And go, I don't like all of these. I want sunshine. This is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happiest here. Well, and some people are different. I mean, like, like Lori, she fucking loves, like, if it's raining outside or cold, she's like, she's happier than ever. She yeah. loves that, you know? Yeah. I'm but, the same. I, I really didn't enjoy rain. Yeah. Um, I love seasons. I really, I mean, like I said, it's probably from being from the Midwest. Like, Does that make I, it difficult to live in Los Angeles? It doesn't. Um, because I travel so much that I catch most of the seasons. Gotcha. Um, so it's nice. Like that was the one thing about Chicago was like, get, you get home and if it's cold, it sucks. You know, like if you've been out, there's nothing better than to come home and it's like, oh man, it's nice out. I can sit by the pool. I can, you know, relax and have a Do it up. Yeah. So. I get it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, here we go, man. We're coming to the end of the show. Yeah. Coming to the very end of the show. It was a pleasant 
time. Being we on still, your I mean, we still have plenty to do. Yeah, <laughs> but there, but we but are at the end of the show. But I'm so happy that nonetheless, you're it's been very pleasant. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the show, first of all, I always thank my guests for being here. You know, it's awesome to have you here. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Um, but the but the question I ask is is the same for everybody. And the name of the show is Ryan is super strong, which mm-hmm. is kind of the cosmic go- joke, you know, of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the but the question I like to ask everybody is just, hey, are you super strong? I am super strong. I like that. Yeah. I like that answer. Corey is, Corey is super strong. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like how you just took. <laughs> Corey is super strong. Just so you know. <laughs> Versus. The, um, the reason I ask is because everybody listens to podcasts at different times for different reasons. You don't know why. You don't know when, where, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I like to think that somebody relates to my guests every week. You know, it's not maybe it's not the same person every week. Maybe it's different. Maybe somebody stops tuning in for a while. Maybe somebody tunes in three years in advance. Who knows what it is. Yeah. But I always like to ask for some type of advice for my guest to serve as kind of a mantra for whoever that is that's relating to them uh, for the, uh, you know, for the entire week until next week when a new guest comes in, you know, and like we said earlier, it'll be Bobby Wooten next week, which is a little surprise spoily. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, but like, but you know, I mean, and you know, until next week, who's some, you know, what's some advice that could serve someone, whether it be physical strength, emotional strength, spiritual strength. I don't care. There's so many types of strength, but how can someone be super strong? Like a Corey Fry? So one of my secrets to super strong isms, um, I I like to take a time, and I think it started from singing, like warming up exercises. But I like to, uh, like I don't hesitate to take deep breaths, um, kind of breathe in eight and breathe out eight um, every once in a while, to just kind of let my um, thoughts and mind clear, so I can approach things. Um, with a clear head before I make decisions on stuff. So I'd say like take like don't be afraid to take a deep breath and 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 just like clear your thoughts before making decisions. Don't like there's nothing wrong with like like doing stuff spontaneously, but right. like don't let your emotions get in the way of like clear decision making. And I think a good practice for that is breathing in for eight and blowing out for eight. Yeah. So that's my little anecdote if i could leave on the um podcast world your your show to stay super strong mentally yeah man i love that yeah and uh my fiance Lori, you just met at your last party i think it was the first time you had met yes, her oh, yes. oh, oh, oh actually you know what she Did came to a, she came that? to a show yeah that's, that, she came to a show at the mint oh okay and, we, and where, where i introduced you guys to her that, that's like so, that was a few years ago now mm-hmm. at this point but i think those are only two times you guys have met but you know Lori's a, an amazing vocalist as well yeah and and a lot of her advice on in, onto the world is often <laughs> breathing based. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it, it just helps. Breathing man. makes life easier, man. Um, and a <laughs> surprise, lot of, surprise. In a lot of ways, obviously yeah. from a vocalist, um, you know, having that support. But just like, I don't know, man. For me, yeah, I, I guess I've never considered myself a meditation person. I know there's people that meditate. And that's not really my... Gotcha. You know, like I don't of spend course. like 30 minutes every day meditating or anything like that. But yeah. um, I don't hesitate to take those moments to um, try to breathe. Breathe. And clear your, yeah, yeah. Breathe and clear your head. And, and like breathe. consciously do it. It feels really good. Um, and especially when you're exerting a lot of energy mentally thinking about different things. It's like yeah. make sure you can approach it in a way that allows you to be level-headed. Because For sure. um, 
there's always um, two sides to it. Oh, big time. And um, I think we were kind of getting on the compromising train. I won't run too much longer, but, you know, you realize um, realize that everything that happens in life, like, people aren't always in, like, no one's intentionally trying to do things to, like, set you off Yeah. in life. Like, a lot of times people are just doing things because they, like, that's just what they want to do. Yeah. And sure. it's like, it, 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 they're I not like, antagonizing you. Exactly. They're just being them. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, right. It's totally. like, it's, I'm not doing this to come after you. I'm just doing this because this is just me. Yeah. And I think totally. a lot of times when you can step away from situations like that in life and breathe, you can realize that like, that's one of the things that you realize, you know, for sure. Ask yourself yeah. like, why is this happening? And why am I feeling this way? And, um, I think it goes a long way. And, um, so breathe, breathe a little bit more. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, um, that's bringing us to the, the end of, uh, you know, very end of the show, Yeah. which is, uh, when I ask, you know, basically for you to plug stuff, you nice. know, cause I, I think that, you know, the audience has gotten to know you. We've yeah. been chilling. We've been listening to some of the tracks that you're singing on. Yeah. All this different stuff. Um, but so where, you know, where can people check out Corey Fry? Can they, you know, uh, you know, on social media, YouTube, yeah, websites, so shows? Yeah, so want to follow me personally, um, I think that's a bad idea because I'm not really good at the social media thing. I'm an old head, but <laughs> <laughs> old head. But you're allowed to follow me. Um, sure. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at fries with that f r y e z with that. <laughs> um, that's my last name. So yeah. I was gonna have a little fries with that. Yeah. Um, Insta Squeeze is our band, the main squeeze. Um, and you can follow us. All our information is there. The main mainsqueezemusic.com. Um, it's got our tour dates up, so yeah. you can follow us. We got a big summer. We're going to Morocco. Ooh, yeah, shit! Yeah, that's we're, awesome. We're going man. to Morocco in June. I'm, that, I'm jealous. I've I've never been to Morocco. I've, and I've never been wanted to, go. to Africa at all. I'm that's really excited. Awesome, man. Um, yeah, we're going to uh, Marrakesh for a little bit. And Whoa, we're hang out. yeah, that's very cool. Um, man. Yeah, we're doing our first Euro squeeze, so we're gonna do uh, <laughs> yes. a. Um, it's not a. F- the dates are not official, but we're going to Spain. Okay. We can't technically announce the dates, so I don't want to get too detailed into gotcha. that. Gotcha. But you'll be in Spain. Um, we'll be in Spain in July, um, and we're going to be traveling around playing some shows. And oh, I'm very excited for you guys. Yeah, we're I love very, Spain. very excited. I've never been to Europe at all. Oh, I've done South America and Central America, but never Europe. So um, excited about that. Hell we're yeah. releasing a new album in the fall that we've been working very hard on. That's what we've been holding away in um, L.A. for the last three months. Not I was going to say, you guys have just been riding, yeah. Just just writing, man, and our good buddy uh, Bryce Fox jumped on as a co-writer, who's incredible, um, helping us out with the new album. Um, it's coming out in the fall. We're very excited about it. We turned in the mixes last week, and that's Hell always, yeah. you know, as an artist, like when you can turn the the music in and just be mixed. It's who, like, who are you turning these into? Uh, we're doing it with a guy named uh, Cole uh, Cole Nystrom, I believe his last name is. Okay. Um, very very insanely talented mixing agent uh engineer he um he did um love never felt so good Ooh, you know and yeah, michael jackson course. too so yeah, of course. um yeah he's just a dope dude man and he's just got the ear um it's very nice to have like a cohesive project we had um our buddy teddy rockspin help us out we've had yeah. uh our homie steven did a couple of cho- uh, joints on the track um yeah, um, our girl Sarada helped us out. So just so many different people came in and um, just kind of our L.A. family that we've built. So we're very excited about pushing a product, project that we really, really uh, 
we've been working really hard on. So yeah. excited to get it back. It'll be a fall tour. We're gonna have a fall tour to support it, and we're looking to be out in um, an LA show around my birthday week uh, in October. Hell yeah! We'll see if that works out. But if not, that is the spookiest month of the year. But, it is, but, but I, it's fun. I do encourage people to come check it out. It does. It does. <laughs> it does, man. So yeah, man, that's what's going on. Awesome, man. Come get your squeeze on. That's right. I'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, you come know. up to the house and play and play a little drums on the you know on the jam man. session. Hey, man, bring you know your wifey or the fiance. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you know it's what's well, uh, ex girlfriend, current fiance, ex girlfriend, you know. current fiance, yeah. future wife. I like that. That's how, that's that's where we're at. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, man, thank you so much for being here. It's such a pleasure to have Dude, you. Dude, thank you. And, and I'm sorry you. it's taken so damn long to get you on the show. This is it's crazy. okay, man. Better it's late those, than ever. Yeah, no, it's one of the. It's a, you've been on my list since the very fruition of this podcast, and you should know that. Uh, Obviously, I you appreciate know. it. Yeah, uh, but but it, it's just one of the. It's like when do we get time to just chill and hang out and work out? Right. Know? And I've even hit you up before, and it's like we couldn't line it up. Yeah, we so tried to like, do this a few, a few weeks yeah. back, and it was just so like this, you, you know, were crazy busy, like, I was crazy busy, and now I got a couple weeks off, and I'm like. Let's do it. Let's let's get it done. Let's freaking do it. Let's have it. So I'm glad it worked out. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Um, One of these days, I'll have my own podcast, and I'll have to hit you up. Yeah, let's. Of course, you know I'll come (laughs) on. You know I'll come on. I love it. I love it. Uh, All right, man. I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Dope. Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro for this show, as well as helped me with all the cues. Sweet. Um, The Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan. And if you are a new listener or an old listener who hasn't done this before, I would I would just plead with you to go to Apple Podcast or uh, iTunes, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and give the show five stars and leave a review. You know, if you're a fan of Corey Fry here, do it. Hey, come on. Do it. <laughs> Seriously. It helps the it. show grow. And as I say every week, it, it, the, the, when the show grows, it, all that it does is give more ears to people like Corey Fry who gets to hype music on here, and I'm so proud of, to be friends with people like this. And uh, so I love it when people listen to their art and get to, and hype that stuff. So Support the arts. Support it, man. It, the, the more reviews and stuff that happens, and it just, the, the show grows and more ears get on it. So I love it. <laughs> so that's what I want. Uh, if you can do all that. Those are my plugs, as usual. And the last thing that I do on the show is to talk to one listener or a group of listeners. And I try to get them to up their game in some way you know what i'm saying yeah so this week is no different and i'll start right now this week i'm I'm gonna go ahead and reiterate something we talked about at length earlier and this is people that are afraid of everyone's bathrooms (laughs) shut up you nerds You grew up in a house where there was one bathroom or two bathrooms. Max. You know? Nowadays, sure, we're getting to three, four bathrooms. Two and a half bath. Three and a half bath. Whatever. Or maybe you're a richy, rich, rich, rich man. And you have eight baths. Or maybe you have more bathrooms than bedrooms. I don't know who you are. More than little Wayne. If you have that many bathrooms, I'd be surprised that you're listening to this show. I'll be honest. That being said, hey man, bathrooms are for everybody. I get it. Like I said earlier, there is a time and place for sequestering. But hey man, if you're in a business and they've decided to, to support change, then just shut up and get behind it. You know, you're fine. Bathrooms Don't be this for way. everyone. What I want you to do is listen to the advice of someone like Corey Fry, who I invited on this show, or go in the archive. And check out all the advice from my past guests. And change your ways based on the advice that you're getting from these guys. If you do that, 
If you do that and you change your wily ways, then maybe, just maybe, you'll be super strong too. Just like Ryan. Yes. That's it, folks. (laughs) He's out.